Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back. Did a little arm shake there if you're listening. I did a little, did a little shaking of the body. Did a, a little, little shoulder thrust front, a little shoulder thrust back, loosening up as we get things started this week. How's it going? How's your past week been? Hopefully you're feeling a little bit less anxious than you were the last time around. Last episode. Hope so. Hope that is the reality. Espero que eso es la realidad, tu realidad este momento. Uh, just uh, did a little midday floss mouthwash. Mouth is feeling fresh. In case you were wondering. Were you wondering? Well, in case you were, now you know the state of my mouth is feeling fresh, Okay. Feeling like I could go to the dentist right now and things would be good because guess what? I flossed and how much blood? Not that much blood, which is a big improvement from when there was a lot of blood. Now, this is just a podcast where I tell you about my 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 dental hygiene and go into in-depths, inner workings of the everyday moments of my teeth. Uh, no, that's not what this is at all, but uh, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good today. I... Uh, Obviously, last week wasn't feeling wasn't feeling so hot, wasn't feeling so great. Honestly, I, I recorded and then I was editing the episode and I was looking at the video and I was like, "Yo, you look not so good, Daniel. You look like you need some sleep." Like I felt like I looked so bad that I wanted to troll myself. Like I wanted to be like, "Ooh, what's wrong with this guy?" Like I, it's it wasn't it was I was tired. I was tired and I just just pushed through and I said I got to do it so I did it but the past week has been solid I started whole 30 Zoe wanted to do whole 30 so in solidarity with her I said I'll do whole 30 sounds nice these little these little 30 day detoxes or whatever they sound so nice don't they don't they they sound like a wonderful idea you think you know what I'm going to do it. I'm going to feel better. That's great. And then you forget how dependent you are on sugar. Right? Because it, that's the thing with Whole30, right? It's like no processed foods, no added sugars, no legumes. Don't know what a legume is. Don't know. People can say legume. You can explain to me what a legume is. But no matter how many times you tell me, hey, here's what a legume is. Here's the definition of a legume. Here are some examples of a legume. Can't tell you what a legume is. All right? <laughs> I don't know. I Googled legume when I put the shopping list together, made sure there were no legumes, immediately forgot what a legume is. Don't, what's, what's a legume, huh? Is it a leg that you, uh, you, mm? a leg you, mm? Mm? no idea. No legumes, no grains. So you can eat your tree. You can eat the, the leaves on the tree outside and that's about it. No, so it's, it's, it's fine, but it's pretty limiting, and you realize how dependent you are on sugar. I'm so dependent on sugar. Like, just added sugar, processed sugar. I was just feeling like garbage. Like, I, my energy levels were low. I had a headache. I had stomach cramps. I was like, this is not the move. I'm feeling, I'm feeling ill-like, feeling deathly at the moment. You're like, let me eat some avocados. That'll solve it. No, the avocado doesn't solve it. Avocado's good for a lot of things, not good for when you're already feeling like shit. But the great thing is like once you once that sugar gets out of you now, <laughs> I'm feeling jazzed up. 
I just feel like a million bucks. Feeling full of energy, feeling clear-minded, feeling like I'm in a meditative, just balanced state. I don't feel as antsy. Chilled, you know? I've been trying to be better about just like being okay with being a little bored, you know? With it, with just the 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 notion and the the idea of boredom, because whenever 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 like, you're like I'm bored, it's like it's something bad. I'm bored. Let me not be bored. Let me go do something. That's, let me you know put on the TV. Let me go read a book. No, you're not reading a book. Which by the way, I started reading again, and you know not to not to brag, but I started reading literature. Uh, Prior to that, most of my reading were just the subtitles of foreign films, which, you know, that that was that was great. But I was like, maybe I should start reading books again, which generally happens in January. January, most people, not most people, but a lot of people, they're like, I'm going to, you know, eat healthier or maybe work out more or whatever. I'm always like, I'm going to read more. And I'm just hoping it lasts longer than it did last year. Um, but... Because I've 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 bought so many books that I haven't read. Because nothing feels. I mean, buying books is such a good feeling. Buying books is the same as when you decide you're going to eat healthier, right, or cleaner, right. And you go, you buy all your these vegetables. You're like, oh yeah, I'm going to eat all these vegetables. And then the spinach goes bad. Then the carrots go bad. Then the books don't get read, and then they're just there on the bookshelf. Then someone comes over and they go, oh, is that? I read that one. What'd you think about that? And you have to be like, I didn't, didn't read it. Or you're just like, Oh, that's, that's a good one. I really, you know, of all the ones that I read this previous year, that one right there got me that one. Oh, that one. It just, nothing really hit me at the same level emotionally as that one right there did that one. I read it. I cried. That one, I read it, I got angry, I got frustrated, but it was great. It was it was really, really great. And then they're like, You mean you mean the book about the history of, of, of bobsledding? That's that's the one. Yes. Yes. That is that is the one. Got me very emotional. Got me got me very emotional. And they're like, Oh, this isn't a book about the history of bobsledding. You you didn't read it. And you go, <laughs> can I get you some deviled eggs? Then you go get them some deviled eggs and they eat some deviled eggs and then everything is okay and you move forward. But try, trying to read more. Point being, don't even know what I was talking about. Don't even know where I was. Boredom. Yes. Being bored. It's got this negative connotation attached to it. Don't be bored. Always, always got to be doing something. But I've been reading up on boredom, on the idea of boredom, which... Sounds boring, but it is. No, it's not. It's actually interesting, and it, it puts it in a, a nice perspective. Essentially, the idea being that like boredom's a good thing, right? Like boredom, boredom is just like uh, your, your most intimate moments with yourself are when you are bored. Technically, when you meditate, you're bored. You're not doing anything. You're just with yourself, right? There's nothing to distract you from yourself, so recently when I've been thinking to myself, I feel bored, I go, keep it up. And now I'm just like, yo, this boring shit is not so boring. So all of a sudden boredom becomes not boring. 
there there there, there was a quote if uh if sleep is the apogee, the, the, the height of physical relaxation, then boredom is the apogee, the height of mental relaxation. And, you know, I, looked, I, I think about where, where I was at a week ago, mentally, physically, whatever, spiritually, however, whatever, whatever word you want to put on it. And I went, oof, tired, exhausted, not there, depleted. Why? Because I'm constantly reading the news, watching a movie, doing something, having to feel like I'm working on something at every moment, moving forward, instead of just saying, hey, give, old, give the old noggin a break. Give the old noggin a little rest. Get some, uh, some mental relaxation by just being bored. And what, what do I do to, to be bored? What, what, what is it? I've just been sitting sometimes, just sitting at the table, sitting on the dock of the bay, sitting at the table, just, just looking out the window like a sad person, out of context, looking super sad. I can just imagine somebody seeing me at my table, and I, this is this is it. I'm just looking outside. And if you saw that, you'd be like, oh, no. What's wrong with him? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with me. Because nothing's happening. So, yeah, you know. Just trying to trying to do that, trying to be just a little bit more proactive in not being active, and it's incredibly relaxing, and just uh, just making me feel better, making me feel, you know, tip top shape. Um, what else is going on? I'm pulling up pulling up my notes because I didn't go normally. I, I write down like little little behind the scenes sneak peek into this. I, I write down topics that I that I want to cover, you know, on on the podcast. And sometimes I forget them. Sometimes I forget them. In this case, I just didn't review any of it before we got started. So that's on me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, okay. Yes. So we have a raccoon, maybe multiple raccoons. I don't know how many raccoons we have, but we have a raccoon at our place. And uh, the other night, I heard a sound. I'm very sensitive to sounds, okay? I get spooked. I jump to the worst-case scenario. I constantly am like, someone is here to murder us. Who? I don't know, okay? I can't read the minds of the entire world, but I'm constantly like, there's somebody. There's somebody here, right? And I heard a sound, and I, and I went to investigate the sound, which, like, investigating the sound, not a good move. Don't, like, just live in ignorance. You're either going to get murdered, but if you investigate the sound, I'm not prepared for whatever the sound may be. If the sound is really my greatest fear, I'm not prepared for it. So why am I investigating it? I'm not grabbing a knife. I don't own a gun. I'm not ready for any, any, any manifestation of what that sound may be, but I investigate because, because then I'll know it's not that and then I'll be okay. And when I think about it, that makes sense, right? Because if it is someone there to kill me, they're going to kill me regardless, whether I investigate or not. But if it isn't someone there to kill me and I investigate, I see it's not someone there to kill me, boom, it's not someone there to kill me, I can go back, sleep deep, dream sweet, right? I think that makes sense in my brain. So I go and I investigate, and what do I see outside the door? A raccoon. Yeah. Saw saw a big old raccoon. And this raccoon, let me tell you, we locked eyes, all right? His beady eyes, my beady eyes. 
right? Because that fear, whoop, fear dilates. So I'm, I'm, we're we're just making eye contact. It's a face off. He's look, he's you know the raccoon's looking at me, and the raccoon's like, oh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, buddy? What are you gonna do? And I, and I was like, yeah, watch this. And I shook the door, and the raccoon pop, 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 fluttered off, but it fluttered off into the bushes, and I'm like, where'd it go? So now every time, now I'm, now I know there's a raccoon that's around. So anytime the night falls, and I have to go outside, I go, is there a raccoon around? Is there a raccoon that's just gonna pop, pop out, pop, come and get me? I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, what I'm really hoping is the next time I see that raccoon, right? This raccoon that's always, always scavenging, always scouring, always looking for something. I go, hey, raccoon, listen. What you need to do is you need to embrace boredom, okay? Because boredom is what's going to make you chill the fuck out. Raccoons are, raccoons are the most hype, like, raccoons are feel like they're always on like fucking meth raccoons are just like i'm on an amphetamine raccoons are fucking on one they're just top 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 and ultimately i think the raccoon is just just as you know just scared as i am the raccoon's scared of me i'm scared of it we're all just on the defensive everyone just knew we're all scared of each other hey baby let's just live in peace and harmony Where's Dr. Doolittle when you need Dr. Doolittle? Come on. Get over here. Talk to this raccoon. Say, hey, I just want to be friends. Stay out of my garbage. All right? Eat some plants. Go on with your day. Don't, don't be that way. Um, I was thinking about... Uh, I was reminiscing on like when I was a kid. And I would go to Mexico, and I loved movies growing up. Just I, I loved loved movies, which I'm not saying that as if like that's so original or so like specific to me. Obviously, children I think love movies, and I but I remember movies always came out in the states first, and then they would you know get released uh, in Mexico afterwards. So, you know, a movie would come out here and then I'd go on vacation and you'd see posters uh, for movies that came out months ago in the States. Um, and I remember the titles of the movies, like the translations into Spanish were always either super on the nose or like way the fuck off. Like not, not, a, not a direct translation. I never understood why. And I went and I looked up some of the uh some examples of some of these titles just to just to be like i'm not imagining things right because sometimes when you're a kid you like you have memories of when you were a kid and you're like that's the way things get got played out and then you bring it up and you go like no that's not at all how things got played out like for example uh i in the spirit of loving to watch movies at night i would lock myself like in the bedroom and watch a movie and I turn all the lights off. So it'd be like in a movie theater. Right. And if anybody came in there, I'd be like, you gotta leave me alone. Like just, you can't, tr- no, I don't want any light coming in here. Cause you come and light in here. You're going to ruin the, the, the viewing experience. Right. And one time my sister came in and I was like, you gotta leave me alone. You're either staying in or you're getting out. And, and she's like, she's like, uh, 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 and she, and I slammed the door and I slammed the door on her hand accidentally. And then she cracked her nail and had to go to the emergency room. Now I imagine that I gave her the option that you can either stay or come out. But according to her, 
I never gave you the option to stay. I said, you just have to get out, okay? Because that, as a nine-year-old older brother, just doing a nine-year-old dick older brother move, right? So not remembering that exactly the way it played out, you know? Sometimes I also take things that happen to my sister, and I think they, they happen to me. Like, I'm like, oh, remember that time I took a bead and stuck it all the way up my nose? Happened to my sister. Didn't happen to me. But this, so this was a case was like, am I imagining that the movie titles were uh, weird and they weren't not even weird, but just like inaccurate or off or vastly different or too on the nose? Or is that just a, a, a memory that I have, I have fabricated, fabricated or um, fab, ooh, fabricated. That's like a, that's like a Fabergé fabrication. <laughs> that's like a Fabergé fabrication. Um, or is it real? So I looked it up, and it's real. It's it's real. Here's here's some of them. Here's some of the... Uh, well, I also looked up... There's also like in all, all the... In, in other countries as well. Like in other countries, the direct translation in that language to English, it just doesn't make sense. Like apparently die hard in Germany is die slowly. Um, which if you've seen die hard incredibly inaccurate because nobody in Die Hard really dies slowly. Everyone dies a pretty swift death, I would say. Like, everyone's either just shot, they're dead, uh, or Hans Gruber. I guess he would be the one that died the slowest, right? Because he fell off a building. So that's like, that's like a 10-second death. So in, you know, relative to the other deaths in the movie, a slower death, but still inaccurate um i guess willy wonka and the chocolate factory in dutch is the boy who drowned in chocolate which accurate but just one part of the movie spoiler alert spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen willy wonka and the chocolate factory but willy Wonka, the boy who drowned in chocolate that's the first act so what about the boy who got stuck in the tv or the you know the girl that turned into a big blueberry why did they choose the, the, the Augustus Gloop storyline to make it the title? You know why? Because maybe they thought the Dutch will respond to that. Maybe, I don't know what the Dutch audience is like. I don't know what, you know, how, why, why the, the, the marketeers, the marketers thought that's the way, but they thought this is going to resonate, you know, because this is going to get the people going. They're going to see, oh, a young boy drowns in chocolate. I'm fucking going. All right. Oh, a, a, a boy, uh, takes over the reins to a chocolate factory. I don't I don't care about what a young boy inherits from a madman chocolatier. I do care about getting the chance to see a young boy drown in chocolate um, and hopefully survive. We, we, we don't really know, although I think the theory is that everyone dies in that movie, which pretty dark, pretty, pretty morbid. All right, so now the Spanish ones. Which so these these are these are Ameri these are films that came out in the states and then were released in you know they were released worldwide and these were the titles in Spanish and obviously I'm guessing the titles change from country to country but this is what I came across so I don't know which countries these titles are attributed to but here they are okay first one Zach and Miri make a porno all right so like let's let's analyze that real quick. Pretty straightforward title. Here's the two characters. They're going to make a porno. That is it. In Spanish, the title was Hacemos una porno? Hacemos una porno? It's a question. Shall we make a porno? 
That's the question. That's really the and that's the question the movie's asking. Sh- shall we? Should we make a porno? Hey Zach, should we make a porno? Now, but imagine that being marketed. Should we make a porno? Question mark. And it's just it's 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 just uh, it's just two characters up on there. Shall we make a porno? Shall we make a porno? Maybe, maybe not. Number two, super bad. In Spanish, super cool. Which, by the way, I love the word cool in Spanish. I love when people in Spanish go, es, es bien cool, eh? Muy cool. Está bien, bien cool, eh? Cool. Muy cool. Muy cool. Super, super cool. But, once again, the complete opposite of the movie, super bad, super mal, super horrible would be more accurate, muy horrible, increíblemente horrible, increíblemente malo, there that Argentine accent came out, but super cool, which is the complete opposite of what the characters are. So this is just... This is this. I honestly think you could file a class action lawsuit uh, towards the, the 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 marketing arm um, that that made it super cool because that's false advertising and that's not cool. It isn't cool. Super cool, not cool. Muy no cool. Uh, horrible bosses. Quiero matar a mi jefe, which is just I want to kill my boss. Once again, just the premise. <laughs> just the premise of the movie super lazy i can imagine that marketing meeting right now okay okay all right everybody listen so uh we got horrible bosses coming out um coming out and uh we we need we need the spanish title for it anybody have uh anybody have any 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 ideas yes over there uh yeah i was thinking estaba pensando como jefes jefes horribles pésimo Los, los jefes más pésimos, los, los pésimos jefes. Ah, no sé, I don't know, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. It's not grammatically correct. Anybody have any idea? Uh, yes, uh, over there. Yeah, what about just, uh, quiero matar a mi jefe. Okay, all right, so we're just going to go with just, I want to I wanna kill my boss. I don't know if we can, can we, can we, are we allowed to just say that's the title? Are we allowed to say I want to kill my boss in a title? Like, is that going to get past standards and practices? Are they are they going to clear that title? Yeah, I mean, they literally have like lungs covered in cancer on the top of cigarette boxes uh, there. So I think I think we're good. Okay, well, yeah, let's just go with that. Let's just let's just make that uh, make that the move. Um, then you have that the Hangover. The Hangover was ¿Qué pasó ayer? What happened yesterday? Once again, just just questions. That's really. It feels like the formula is either say exactly what it is or just ask the question that the characters are asking at the beginning of the movie, you know? So pick any movie, right? Pick um, pick The Dark Knight. What should we do for The Dark Knight, everybody? Uh, how about, uh, ¿Quién es Batman? Batman? ¿Quién es Batman? Okay. All right. Any any other ideas? Yes. Uh, you over there? Uh, yeah. What about uh, el Joker? Va a ganar? El Joker va a suceder en lo que está tratando de hacer? Okay. I think that's a little bit wordy, but uh, let's let's just keep that in the mix, and we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, 
so those were uh <laughs> those were the uh those those were some of some of the titles um oh i want to share this also right here i i'm gonna be honest with y'all i sometimes feel so self-conscious about saying um or having like a moment as if like this has to be perfect i'm a person so you know sometimes i may stumble on my words sometimes i may have a lapse in thoughts and there may be a pause but i'm doing my best to come prepared and do this for y'all anyway um so my little sister's in seventh grade right and I, she had this like Spanish project that she had to do uh, at the beginning of the the semester, the first semester. And in the project, it was like a project where like you have to like put together some stuff, introduce yourself. It's a project like tell us about yourself. And one of the one of the parts of the project was to choose your favorite quote. And I was looking over the project and this was this was her favorite quote. This is the favorite quote of of a 12-year-old child in seventh grade, okay? Her quote was, I'm sick of following my dreams, man. I'm just going to ask them where they're going. Mitch Hedberg. So I saw this, and I had a few questions. First of all, um, she just Googled, like, quotes about dreams, and this is the first one that came up, right? Like, that was my first thought. That had to be it. But then I Googled quotes about dreams, and it took me a second to find this quote. Like it took me like a good minute to find that Mitch Hedberg quote. It's not like at the top of a Google search. So that means she was looking, she came across that and she's like that one. Also on the quote page that I came across, there wasn't the man, right? Because in the, in which it was very Mitch Hedberg-y, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm sick of following my dreams, man. I'm just going to ask them where they're going. The man wasn't in there. So she, either put the man in there or she found the quote somewhere else. I'd like to think she found this quote, this quote spoke to her. She put in the man because she's like, this feels like it's right. And that was like Mitch Hedberg just sort of flowing, the spirit of Mitch Hedberg flowing through her in, in that yearbook quote. So now I have questions. All right. She chose this quote. She added the man, whatever. Right. One, like, and here's, oh, here's, here's the other thing too. Here's some of the other quotes that came up first when you Google like quotes about dreams, okay? You have, uh, you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams. Dr. Seuss, ugh, poignant, beautiful, hopeful. Nah, keep scrolling. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. John Lennon, the Beatles, ugh, artistry, lyrical, just lyrical optimism. How about that, huh? Nope, all right, moving on. This was, I like the night. Without the dark, we'd never see the stars. Stephanie Meyer, Twilight, okay. Still though, we're talking about stars and we're thinking about like the beauty that can come from darkness. That's, you know, we're taking... You know, we're, we're, I love it, you know? Nope, keep on scrolling. None of those, okay? We're just going to go apathetic Mitch Hedberg, you know? So my question is, the quote being, I'm sick of following my dreams, man. I'm just going to ask them where they're going. Already? You're already sick of following your dreams? You're 12. You're, you're, you're already tapped out. You already went, nah, I'm good. This is what the pandemic is doing to our children, okay? The pandemic is getting kids to go, eh, pass. I'm sick. I'm just, I'm sick of the dream. I'm just going to call the dream up. I'm going to Zoom the dream. I'm going to say, hey, dream, where you at? Where you going? Just let me know. I'm going to shoot him a text and go back to my YouTube videos. That's what I'm going to do in, in the interim. Also, I didn't, 
I didn't know you already had dreams. That's amazing. But what are these dreams that you're already given up on? What are they? I asked her. She wouldn't tell me. Is it because she's shy? Or is it because she just doesn't want to share it yet? Because maybe what I'm hoping is she is still chasing after dreams. I told her, keep chasing those dreams. Whatever those dreams you have are, I know you may, may be sick of it already. That's cool. I'm not going to judge you, but keep fucking chasing them. Because I believe in your ability to achieve those dreams, whatever they are. You want to be, be a wolf? She loves wolves. Maybe she wants to be a wolf. Hey, if you want to be a wolf, fucking be a wolf. I believe. I believe in you. You got, you got, you, you have the ability to be a wolf if you want to be a wolf. Maybe not a literal wolf. Maybe just like a, like a metaphorical wolf, but be a nice wolf. Don't be a wolf of Wall Street. Be a wolf of, you know, like a Robin Hood wolf. <laughs> we're going out and we're, we're doing things, but then we're coming back. We're doing them for good reason. We're being a wolf. We're being rah, 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 but then in the end we're being, ma, 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 you know, that's, that's what I hope. That's. Listen, that's just my silly brain. That's just my my silly, hopeful brain hoping for the best. Okay, all right. Um, that's it. That's the end of this week's episode, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you listen on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a rating, a review. You're the best. I am grateful for you listening. Um, as always, be good, be kind, and I will see you next week with a brand new episode. Take care.